Hello and welcome back to the Rise of the Rune Lords. It's me, DM Clinton, and I'm here with the Warriors of Light in the pinnacle of avarice, standing before the Anima Focus, ready to go in, led by Vraskin, played by Aiden. Doing some shadow boxing. All right, it's go time. Let's go. Standing behind him is Hugo, played by Connor. What if we go in there and, like, it's already taken care of? Like, somebody already came through and took care of this problem. What if we weren't the Warriors of Light after all? And then pondering that question is Aristotle, played by Alex. Then let's leave. And then Reeton, played by Nathan, says... I say that we uh, pick up the scraps and then claim victory for ourselves. We're just going to commandeer the tower, yeah. Commandeer the tower. <laughs> Never let him out, right? That's right. And then we will become the new evil that Galarian must fear. Uh, what? You weren't uh, expecting what? that, were you, Clinton? Actually, I was. The real rune lords were the friends we made along the way. <laughs> you stand before the immense globe that is the powerful magical artifact known as the Anima Focus, the magical link between this world and the rune well hidden within the eye of Avarice. What do you do? Well, we're going to do a bunch of buffs. Yeah, you're going to do more buffs, right? I think we need to do round per level buffs. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of what I was thinking as well. So do we want to right. set up a turn order? Yeah. Yeah, I think now would be the time for that. Do you want us to roll initiative just to get us on there and then whatever else you added? Yes. Hey, you want to re-roll that initiative there? How'd you get a zero? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I rolled a two. But you have a minus two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. A zero it That's is. It, okay. That's what it says. Okay. Sounds like we're ready. I got a 15. I got a 14. I thought my, I, I have to say, I think my initiative is, it might be broken because I thought I had more than negative two. <laughs> I thought I had, I've had a plus before. Well, what did you get, Connor? You were rolled a 25 on his initiative. That's really good. You were deafened. Oh, yeah, it was deafened and that would do it. And that got restored. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what it was because it was a condition. You mm. actually got a two. Is that right? Would have been a four. Okay, there we go. Uh, all right. So we have Hugo, then Vraskin, Aristotle, and Reed. Yeah, this works. Okay, Hugo, what spells are you going to cast this first round? So I'm looking at my stack. I've got heroism. I've got prayer. I've got protection from evil, resist fire, resist electricity. I've got the... Do I have the greater invisibility yet, or is that coming soon? We haven't done that. That's rounds per level. Not that one. We haven't done... Okay. Uh, so I think to start this off, I'm going to... I don't need to do anything until we're, like, right before to walk out. So I, I guess I'm just going to withhold. Okay. And then Fraskin? How exciting. I am going to offer displacement to Hugo. I'll take it. So that's 17 rounds. Okay. All right, Aristotle. Who should I cast invisibility on first? Me. Do it on me. All right, Hugo gets greater invisibility. That's going to be 20 rounds. Sorry, 19. Oh, no, I can't see myself. Reeton, any spells you want to cast? <laughs> and then we all laugh. let me... <laughs> hey. You might have a potion. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. Um, <laughs> Seeing if I had any potions I could use, but no, nothing I can see that I would need, so... Do you already have bark skin? Oh, I have a potion of bark skin. I can I can drink that. What necklace do you have? Do you have anything granting you natural armor already? Uh, enhancing bonus to natural armor. Natural armor plus two, yeah. Well, bark skin might exceed that. Bark skin gives a plus two. Oh, it yeah. doesn't stack if he has the amulet of natural armor, but I don't know if he yeah. does. I do. Na oh, okay. In amulet of natural armor plus two, yeah, so. Oh, okay. okay. Then. Never mind. All right. Hugo, do you want to go yet? I only have the one thing to cast on myself, so I... Th 
it'd be silly not to cast it, you know, right before we walk in. Okay. All right. Just the one. Okay. Vraskin? Going to cast Displacement on Reeton, and Hugo should actually be down to 15. I cast a level 16, not 17. Okay. Okay. I am displaced. Gotcha. Okay. Aristotle? Am I doing a Displacement on Reeton? Or, sorry, a Greater Invisibility? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. We should go in. You get an Invisibility. Well, I'm going to cast it on myself before we go in, and then I might cast Haste on the first round. I think is the best way to do it. All right. And then Reeton? And then Hugo. All right, I'm going to pop Divine Vessel. I already swapped my mini on the character sheet, but now I, I look all extra Eldritchy. You grow and look all awful. Speaking of minis already on the, have on the table, I have that Nalfeshni. That's also going to be one of those things where it might actually be more beneficial to wait until we're on the other side. Right, we'll just, we'll just mm-hmm. bring it and I'll set it to the side. Okay, how many rounds does that last, Hugo? 19? 19, yes. Okay. And then haste, right? I'm going to do that first round of combat, and I have to invisibility myself first. Okay. Raskin, any others? Displace on myself. I mean, hey, you never know. 50% mischance. And then we also, everyone, remember you have stone skin on. Yep. 150 points. And spell resistance. Yep. Okay. Aristotle? Invisibility for myself. And then I'm ready to rock and roll. Okay. Aristotle's done. Reeton, you're done. Do you want to jump in? Screw it. Let's do it. I don't see. Do we have to do it one at a time, or can we all go on? Uh, you have to do it one at a time as the enters into this, but it, you all can do it as you... I, th- I assumed you were all standing at the top. Yeah. 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 We can all go in in one round, right? Yeah, all in one round, yes. If you want me to, I can go in first. You are the biggest. Yeah. It's probably the best idea. You have AC. <laughs> okay. You step onto the glowing platform atop the Anima Focus, Fraskin. And you become overwhelmed by a sense of vertigo and double vision as the view of the Eye of Avarice appears to overlay your current field of view. You can't make any figures out inside of the Eye of Avarice, but you can certainly sense the presence of both Karzug and something called a soul lens inside. Okay. Everything is blurry and indistinct to you. All your targets will have a 50% mischance. If you stand up here, like if you're fighting the most high Siaptra and the stuff in this area. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. The fire, such as flames that surround the gold sphere and any other fires that you guys might have, remain crisp and in focus to you while so affected. You are immediately burnt to nothingness in the span of an instant. Bye, Braskin. Uh, uh, that's what H- Hugo, Aristotle, and Reeton see. Okay. That was, uh, I guess that was Vraskin's first. Nice knowing you. Bye, guys. So is he dead? It sure... Yep. Okay, Hugo, <laughs> you're next. Confidently, he moves forward. It looks like it is going to be 45 feet of movement to get there. And you also disappear. Here we go. Next. That'd be me. Hey, we should just teleport away and see see how they handle it. Aristotle's <laughs> next. And then finally Reeton. Oh, no. And then Reeton. And as I do that, I enable rage. Okay. You enable rage. Okay. I'm a scared, guys. What size are you, Raskin? You're huge? Yes, I'm huge. Okay. And I'm enlarged. <laughs> There's just not enough room. I'm ensmalled. <laughs> okay, that's the best I can do. All right, you are now in the Eye of Avarice as you transport yourself. This journey is not without pain. You all must attempt a DC 20 fortitude save to avoid being stunned by this transportation. 
Now, do you have resistances to fire? Yes, I think we all do. Uh, yeah, yes. fire and electricity. Okay. All of you have resistance to fire? Okay, that has prevented the stunning effect. So we don't need a roll? Yeah, yeah, you don't need a roll. Okay. I got a 41. I, I just want to throw that out there. I did well. Both Reet and I rolled twos on the dice. <laughs> <laughs> on those yeah. Good start. Get the bad rolls out early. Yeah. No oh boy. Okay. We did it. Okay. So you are manifesting on a round circular pedestal above a lake of fire that looks to be in a cave-like area. And you see just infinite fire to the west of you. Between two pillars, you step out between the pylons and there seems to be a rippling window looking out over the city of Jinshalast. A moment's study confirms that this view closely duplicates the one that might be enjoyed by looking out the face carved into Mar Massive's peak. Numerous red-hot pillars of gold rise from the fires hundred feet below you. The stone surface upon which you and other denizens of the Eye of Avarice stand upon extend down into the fires 100 feet below. There are some Wardens of Thunder on what look to be balconies supported by chains attached to the pillars. No walls extend down to the fires below from these balconies, but despite their precarious appearance, they can support any weight upon them. And then here in the middle, there's a golden pool of the rune well itself, the rune well of greed that attached all the other rune wells you've seen and uh, siphon all of the souls fueling Karzug's power. It uh, appears to be almost fully charged and you guess that, um, well, once he's defeated all of you, then they won't take long to fill that and free himself. It's exactly far away. Up here, where you see a rune giant, a adult blue dragon, and then Karzug seated in his throne. All around him are countless books and workspaces. So it looks like he's got plenty of reading material here in this pocket dimension. And then to the west, you see just an endless plane of fire. All right, it is going to be round one. Oh no, here we go. Here we go. I would like all new initiatives. Oh, man. Aristotle rolled a one for a five. Rustin got a ten. Reeton rolled another two for a 4.02. <laughs> Nothing has changed. <laughs> and you only got a 14 this time. Man, we're going to be beaten over the brow in the first round. Thank God for spell resist. Yep. Man, it's a lot of people. That's a lot of problems that we have to deal with. Don't wander too far in your turn, guys. Okay. The southernmost Warden of Thunder is the first to react. He casts Chain Lightning at Hugo, and then it will splinter out from there. Does he need to roll for Spell Resistance first? Uh, spell Resistance does apply. The Warden of Thunder's caster level is 15. I got a 27. Ooh. Nice. That fails by one. Ooh. Oh, okay. So it fizzles immediately upon hitting Hugo and doesn't continue on. And as a free action, I give Raskin a thumbs up. All right. The Adult Blue Dragon is next. He takes off on his wings. Wouldn't Hugo go first because he's got a 14.08? I do have a 14.08. That is correct. Uh, I don't see Hugo on the turnover. Hey, wait. Yeah, where did I go? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. You go first. Okay. We'll fix that in a second. Before the dragon moves, I'm going to cast a spell. I'm going to choose to have it come in on the staircase here. And it's going to be that mini I placed down earlier, but it's not going to be here for a full round. All right. Let me go get it. 
And I'm guessing these things don't have 50 feet of reach, do they? Do they look that big? No, no, no. Yeah, all right. I'll probably end up taking a five-foot step and then ending my turn after that. So this directly on the steps here? Yeah, exactly right there. Uh, Aristotle, you could still boot me from where you're at, just to confirm. Absolutely. And don't forget, you have invisibility. So before they can hit you with this spell, they need to see you. Oh, everyone's invisible. Fuck. Nope. Raskin <laughs> is not invisible. Raskin is not. Oh, Raskin is not. Which yeah. might be a horrible mistake based on that reaction. Well, he would have still targeted Braskin, who has a spell resistance of 28 anyway. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. It worked out. Okay, great. Whew. All right, now it's the adult blue dragon's turn. 40-foot move. The blue dragon's breath weapon is a 100-foot line, so that shouldn't be an issue from here. Yes, just fine. So he's going to zap through Reeton to hit Braskin. Zap. He doesn't know about Aristotle, although dragons, they can sense... 60 feet. 60 feet. Okay, so... Oh, oh we're just out of range. I might be 65 clipping 65 feet. Oof. He's got movement. He still has movement. <laughs> you really just want to hit all three <laughs> there. of them. Oh, oh, look at all these guys. Okay. <laughs> so he can just shoot like this. Hit Raskin, Aristotle, and Reeton. Okay. Okay. So, so it's a lightning bolt. Dreath weapon. Reflex save, I assume. Yes. But we do have 30 lightning resistance. So. Yes. DC 23. Ah, dang. Ooh, I got a 24. I got a 21. 15. For 56 points of electricity damage. Ooh. Half is going to be 28. But since we have resistance, bam, no problem. So yeah, I'll only take 26 of that. Man, I am going to have to do some naughty things to you guys after we're done with this. (laughs) If we make it out of this. (laughs) This first round is rough. He is complete. All right, the rune giant, he moves 35 feet and then casts Trusing, allowing him to see Hugo, Aristotle, and Reedon. Okay, Vraskin, you are up. All right. I'm going to activate my spell tattoo while grabbing Reedon. Okay. Okay. And... Dimension door next to Kardazoo. <laughs> of course. That's too far for haste. I'm just letting you know. But you yeah. can do that. Uh, do you want to withhold? I think that's okay. Okay, that's fine. I mean, haste is haste is like an extra attack, homie. If we can get next to Kardazoo before he can do anything. Geek the mage. No, yeah, you're right. You're, you're right. right. Okay. okay, so you grab Reeton and you're going to drop him here, right there. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and his contingency <laughs> goes off and then he dimension doors. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's my move. Yeah, it's just going to be a big toothy dragon grin. Just ride a card zoo, just, ah, how's it going? Okay, Raskin's done. Warden of Thunder. Uh, He can't see anybody else, so it's just Fraskin he's going to zap. So he targets Fraskin with a chain lightning to bypass your spell resistance. Oh, rolled a natural 20 for a 35. Ooh, Ah. that does bypass. So chain lightning... That does one die six per caster level, so it's 15 die six to the primary target. Uh, reflex save. Uh-huh. Oh, nat one. Nat one. Ooh, definite failure. You take 57 points of electricity damage. Give a thumbs up to Aristotle for the uh, resist energy electricity. Yeah. Now, Chain Lightning, he would have to secondary targets, but he since they don't have C and Viz, no. The real question is, would he target Karzug at a spite? He would not do it. Thus, the giant coup starts. No. <laughs> he is currently unable to target Karzug as an enemy. Oh, he's dominated or something. Yeah. Okay. Karzug can go now. He growls, 
How dare you claim my throne, for I claim the world. You maggots will not defeat me. All right, he's threatened by, well, Reeton has yet to act this round. So essentially, flat-footed. Yeah. Okay, so you don't provoke an attack of opportunity. Uh, the Vraskin will. Mm-hmm. Yep, 15-foot reach. Okay, he's got 60-foot fly. He'll take a 15-foot reach, huh? Yep, provokes any way you look at it. Okay, he'll move to here. Did you see his movement? Yes, I did. Southwest, provoking attack of opportunity. Uh, I'm going to try and grapple him. Uh-huh. Ooh. Uh, 47 CMD. Can't say CMD. Oh, man. CMD is 42. Uliburism's looking down on you, smiling. So you have grappled him. Yes, I've grappled him. In his throne. Gotcha now. As he attempts to leave the square. Son of a bitch. Just paw against the chest. Yeah, that's what I was You thinking. ain't going anywhere. There is one clarification I should make, being our group's resident grapple expert. Uh-huh. When you initiate a grapple with somebody, you drag them to the closest square if you have reach. Oh, okay. Okay. So you pull them out of the chair and, like, where do you think you're going? Yeah. Okay. Where are you going, mister? That stops his uh, move action. He then will try to cast... Oh, he has freedom of movement. Can he be grappled? Uh, no. Nope. No, we know. Oh, well, there you go. So he slips out of your grasp. Some bitch. You attempt to grab me, it is I who will grab you. And then he casts Meteor Swarm. Oh no. (laughs) That's not grabbing. Four Meteor Spheres, which leave fiery trails, blast from his fingers. One at Raskin, one at Reiton, one at Hugo, and one at Aristotle. Wait, does he have C Invisibility or True Sing? Yes, he has. Oh yeah, I'm sure. He has C Invis. Okay. Okay, so that means he may make a ranged touch attack against each one of you. And spell resistance? We'll start with Reeton, and then spell resistance, yeah. So the first is against Reeton. Uh-huh. Ranged touch attack, AC 23. Ah, my AC is 21 for touch. Okay. Roll 50% for displacement. True seeing. Yeah, you said he had C invisibility, not true seeing. He does have C invisibility. But not true seeing. But not true seeing. Okay, so yeah, displacement. Cool. Okay. Do you want me to roll it? Do you want to roll Yeah, I would like you to roll it defensively, yes. Uh, aiming for low or high? Low. Low will hit, and f- high will hit. Or miss. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting hit. <laughs> it's a yeah, 68. So... so it misses from 1 to 50. Okay. Yeah. And hits on 50, uh, so it hits. Okay. If I've hit you, I struck you with 2 dice 6 points of bludgeoning damage, no save. Okay. So that's the first effect. Uh, spell resistance? Oh, right. So a 33. Uh, yep, yeah, hits. Bypasses. Bypasses. Okay, then does the two dice six points of bludgeoning damage. Three points of damage. Stone, stone skin. skin. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so nothing. Okay, then it explodes. Okay. Into a 40-foot radius spread. Oh, okay, cool. So snap to <laughs> corner, 40-foot radius spread. Ah, just out of range of that. Just out of range of that guy. So boom, okay. Vraskin and Reeton, you both need to make a reflex save for half against the fire. And this is going to be six dice, six points of fire damage to each of you. Meteor Swarm, DC 32. Well, I rolled a 24. Uh, 19, so failed. So you guys take 16 points of fire damage. And we have fire resistance. Right. Okay. Okay, second blast at Vraskin. Yep. 19. Uh, hits, touch, rolling mischance. 14. 14. Misses. Misses. If it misses you, it then just goes off without hitting, bludgeoning you. Okay. So the nearest corner to he- him is here. So that's a 40-foot explosion. 
Yeah, that's definitely within Reeton and this rune giant. Yep. Would I provide cover for Reeton? Actually, yes. Yep, Reeton does get cover. Plus two bonus to his save. Not that it's going to matter. My reflex is crap. Okay. Uh, so is mine. 16. Uh, 32. Plus two bonus, right? You you saved. Yeah, woo! Save for I none. did it. And then Vraskin fails for half. No, it fails for full. Fails for full. Okay. For 20. Uh, I was reading Meteor Swarm. Uh, despite stemming from separate spheres, all of the fire damage is added together after the saves are made, and fire resistance mm. is only applied once. Okay. So we actually need to total the fire resistance, that, or the fire damage to each of us. Take. It was 16 before and 20 now, so 36. Okay. So at this point, I'm taking six points of damage. I've taken zero because I, I, I saved. I actually saved. Yeah. Okay, then the next one flashes over past and blasts Hugo. 22, touch attack. That does not hit my touch. Okay, it explodes here at the corner, affecting the Warden of Thunder as well. Oh, I forgot to roll the uh, Rune Giant. Uh, Is the Rune Giant resistant? To fire? To fire. They are immune. Okay. Oh, okay. The Wardens of Thunder, however, are not. Uh, They're 50 feet above, though. They are 50 feet above. Thank you. So they're they're out of range. Mm -hmm. You got a 35. Okay. Uh, Aristotle, you also have to re- roll a reflex save as this blasts you as well. I got a 26. What was the DC again? 32. All right. I failed. Okay, so Aristotle fails, but Hugo saves for half. So 21 points of damage. And then Aristotle's Karzoo blasts you with a ranged attack. AC 25 touch. It was going to hit me. Uh, mirror AC images. Mirror I do have mirror images, though. That is correct. He does not have true sight. So uh, go ahead and roll it. I rolled it. It's a nine, so it'll pop an image. Okay, so then the bludgeoning damage doesn't affect you. It's just the explosion. Okay, so that'll be 16 points of damage. Hugo and Aristotle both reflex saves. DC 32. I got a 31. You got a 34. Okay. I will take a total of 26, which means I will take a total of zero. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, it's going to be a 21 plus an eight is going to be 29, and then I'll take a zero. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice job, guys. Good I'm really defensive. glad we cast those resistances. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll flip a middle claw towards Karzoo. <laughs> <laughs> then perhaps you will like this. He pulls out a rod. Quick and time stop. Five. Oh, man, come on. Well, he doesn't pull it it's in his hand. Quick and time stop with a greater metamagic rod of quickened. One die four plus one. One, 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 one. Roll a one. Yes. So a two, two rounds of time stop. It's still bad. Yeah, that's a still a problem. It's really bad. <laughs> it's a big problem. You thought meteor swarms okay. slowed things down. Wait until a time stop applies. Right. Two more meteor swarms. So things that he's going to be casting are true sight on himself. So now he has true saying. It's still useful for the yard trash. I guess you can't really call it yard trash when it's the final boss. Well, we also were making him burn up spell slots just to make sure he can see us. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the second will be... Oh, that's hmm. right. You can't cast damaging spells in a time stop. Yes, you can. Yep. You can't target. Right. No targeted spells. Can't do areas. Things like prismatic wall, for example. That's a good one. Oh, uh, it's only affects an area and has duration longer than the remaining duration of time stop. Have their normal effects on other creatures. So there's ways you got to do it. You just got to use the spells that can work with it. Yeah, like delayed fireball. Yeah, that's that's the popular one. Don't give him ideas. Yeah, he knows. But yeah, you can't cast regular fireballs. They don't work. Yeah, but there's a spell. It's called delayed fireball. Mm-hmm. I know I have it. 
<laughs> okay, so this is a four feet per level wide, two feet per level high. Okay, 84 feet long, 42 feet high. There we go. It sets it up between Vraskin, Reeton, and separates them off from the rest of the fight. Oh no. This prismatic wall creates a opaque wall, a shimmering multicolored plane of light that protects against all forms of attack. The wall flashes with seven colors, each of which has distinct power and purpose. The wall is immobile, and the caster can cast through and remain near the wall without harm. Any other creature with less than eight hit dice that is within 20 feet of the wall is blinded by the colors. Uh, that doesn't affect you. And then there are random special effects if you attempt to pass through it. Okay. He also, on each round, his intelligent glaive, called the Burning Glaive of Karzug, can act on its own, and its dedicated power is Fireball. Okay. I am good to go. Aristotle, you're up. All right. Sorry, Hugo. I got to change my tactics based on what just happened now. I mean, do you want me to deal with the wall? No, it's okay. I got it. I'm going to cast Time Stop. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Mage battle. (laughs) Yeah, totally. All right. Let's see. Uh, It's going to be a 1d4 plus 1. Four. 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 It's a two. So I got three rounds. Three rounds. Okay. First round, I am going to move first. Actually, I probably should have done this before I cast the spell, but that's okay. And then I am going to cast Dimensional Bounce. Let's do, uh, yeah, 70 feet. The square that I'm in here, and then the square that is... Let's do this one right here. Okay. That is going to be the first round. The second round, I am going to try and cast a... Well, I'm not going to try. I am going to cast a Delayed Fireball. And let's target that at the square here between the Rune Giant and Karzug to make sure we get both of those guys. And this is going to set this for, uh, let's do two rounds so that after I end time stop, it will go off. Okay. And then I'm going to do regular movements. I can fly. So let's just move straight across to the other side here. The effect for the prismatic wall was 15 feet, you said? Or 20? 20 feet for the blindness, which we're not affected by. Mm -hmm. But passing through the wall causes problems. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah, that's why I got the dimensional bounce here. All right. Moving over the top of the rune well, I see. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm flying over it. Mm-hmm. All right. So that is one dimensional bounce, two, my delay blast fireball. Let's mm-hmm. begin around three. I am going to activate my ring of blinking. And then as a swift action, I am going to pop over here on the other side of the prismatic wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a standard and that is a swift, so I can't cast anything else. And then that is going to be everything and ending my time stop. Perfect. Whew. And then when the time stop ends, the fireball goes off. Overcome spell resistance. Okay. Go ahead and roll your spell resistance. What is I got it? a 38 to overcome spell resistance. He's got a 24. And then the rune giant has none. But he's immune to fire. The rune giant is immune to fire. Karzu. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Has. This is kind of a feeler, though, to see if it will work. Resistance fire 30. All right, so he's going to get a reflex save. DC is going to be uh, 31. 19. Rolled a terrible. So he's going to take max damage, which is 64. Okay, so 34 points. All right, something. I did something. He grunts and groans. Uh, he looks barely singed. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it is more of an annoyance. But you've ble- you, he can bleed. That's good to know. Yeah, he bleeds his own blood. Is there anything else? That is going to end all of my stuff. On my next turn, I will help get these guys out of here. Okay. All right. Reeton isn't up next. Well, 
There's a couple things I want to do, but it, it appears that Aristotle wants to help us. But I'm curious <laughs> about this area here. That's a what wall. What is this? Oh, it's just a wall? That's a wall? Okay. Yeah. It's like a bookshelf or something, right? Yeah. yeah. My, bookshelves line the walls, built into the walls itself. So it's walls and miscellaneous books. Then I'm just gonna hunker up and, and defend myself while waiting for whatever Aristotle wants to do to me. Okay. To delay? I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm the last person in the turn order, so it's gonna go to the next turn anyway. If you delay, you can act at any time. So mm -hmm. let's okay. just say that. The only thing I could do right now is I do. I have that tattoo of Dimension Door. If anybody wants me to just use that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but. I, I forgot know. you had that. Then You can let's... use it if you want, but now we have a way to transport across the battlefield. Right. But we could just get within range of Karzug and that demon. You're flying, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're all flying. Do you guys want to go in? I, I wouldn't bring Aristotle. Yeah, it's not a good idea. But yeah, do send you me guys. In coach. <laughs> I grab both of you, and no, um, yeah, so I'm going to move here, Dimension Door, and okay. then bring Braskin with me so that he can be here. I can't move him, so he'll be next to me. Okay. Because you guys are adjacent, as soon as you get near one of these burning pillars... I would like to activate Rage. You take uh, three dice, six points of damage, fire. Ten points to Braskin and Reeton. Uh, bounces off our resistance. Yeah, your energy resistance blocks that. Round two. The Southern Warden of Thunder. Can still only see me. Can only see you. All right. The Wardens of Thunder fire arrows. So he pulls out his bow and fires arrows at you. It's going to be one of these attacks. So the first attack, AC 23. Uh, misses. Okay. Because he had to pull his bow out. He only gets one attack. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Hugo is next. My buddy shows up. Yep, there he is. Hi, buddy. You're now Feshni. I'm going to have him start at the beginning of my initiative, and we're going to try not mm -hmm. to forget about my turn. He is going to do a full round attack against the Warden of Thunder. He has higher ground, plus one to attack. The bite will be a 32 to hit. 32. They're AC 37. Oh. Ooh. Uh, two claws. A 45, which will hit for 32 points of damage. Uh, no damage reduction. And then a 32 on the second swipe, which misses. Yep. Okay. Next. The Warden of Thunder on the ledge is going to be the target of a flame strike, because I guess okay. we don't care about this wall. We Honestly, we just blinked behind it. And then uh, does he have spell resistance? The Warden of Thunder does not. Okay. Then you get to make a reflex save, DC 26. 25. So close. 63 points, half wow. fire, half holy. All damage going through. Okay, boom. Anything else, Hugo? Move action. Uh, This thing looks like it's about 15 feet big, right? The warden? Yeah. Yes, the warden is definitely huge. And there's a 50 feet difference. So I'm going to fly up 30 feet, which I'm going to mark by just having six next to my token there, six squares in difference. That mm -hmm. makes sense to you? Yep. And... uh. I, I did my turn, my Malfeshi did his turn, we're, we're good to go. All right, the blue dragon is going to fly around. Oh, it looks like he passed right through one of those pillars and should take fire damage. <laughs> he, he flew around. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, 15 feet, so we're within reach mm -hmm. of each other, but he didn't provoke. Actually, he's going to stay back five feet, which is close enough to that pillar. He will take three dice, six points of damage. I'm just gonna throw him a side-eyed pansy and draconic. Mm-hmm. He takes 12 points. 
Okay, then he casts Mage Armor, granting himself additional armor class. Okay, next. Rune Giant. Okay, the Rune Giant. The Rune Giant can see Reeton. And Braskin. And Braskin, but you're really close. He's just going to attempt to hit you. Yeah. AC 39. Hits. For 42 points of damage. And that's minus four. Nope, minus 10. Minus 10. It's 10 total. DR doesn't stack. Correct. Oh, minus 10. So it would be 32 points. 32 points of damage. Okay. Next attack, AC 31. Hits. For 44 points. And then the third hit, AC 21. Misses. Okay. All right, that ends his round. Raskin. Okay, so as a swift action, my forehead is going to start glowing bright red as blue flames start to creep up my body. So I'm activating the Mark of Wrath, which I haven't used since I got it back in... Uh... Right, since the Runeforge. Yeah. Rune Lord fight. Yep. So once per day is a swift action, I can call upon the Mark to protect her with Flame Shield caster level 15th. So I'm choosing the Chill Shield. So I will take half damage from fire-based attacks. Mm-hmm. And if such an attack allows a reflex save for half damage, I take no damage on a successful saving throw. Okay. So grants evasion versus fire. Okay. Yes. And then free action, I want to smile at Karzug, and I'm going to full round attack. Okay. Bite power attack. Uh, 45 to hit. 45 to hit. AC 37. Alrighty. Okay, you hit him. That is going to be 64 points of damage. Wow. 64 points. Yes, that is including Vicious and Bane. Okay. It all goes through. Okay. And then let me make an intimidate check as a free action to shake. He is... Uh, 53. He has 20 hit dice. 10 plus 20 plus wisdom modifier. Wisdom modifier 2. 32. I had a 53, so I beat it by 20. Five rounds he is shaking. Five rounds. Okay, so we'll add that. Uh, and then the claws follow up. Uh, that is a 35 to hit. Flat-footed. 30 flat-footed AC. 30? Perfect. So that hits... Does he have any acid resistance? He is immune to acid. Ah, bugger. Okay, so that is three less than that. So 54 points of damage. Okay, so then? And then uh, second claw, 39 to hit. 39 hits. 47, 54 points of damage. Okay, ouch. And then your tail? Nope, wings. 28 on the first wing. Missed. Okay, 45 on the second wing with a natural 20. So that threatens. Uh, 35 to confirm. Hits. Card, 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 card. Card. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Bludgeoned. Numbing blow, normal damage, and die for dex damage, and target is disarmed. Hell yeah. Ah, uh, one item reflex negates the drop. A 33 to save. He fails. His uh, burning glaive is knocked from his hand. Ooh, tail swipe, 30. Uh, where... I guess it just drops in his square. Or an adjacent one. Yeah. They drop an adjacent square. And it falls into the lava pit because he threw it on accident. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so there's a glaive here at this location. Okay. And then what was the other thing you just did? Tail slap. 30 to hit flat-footed. Oh, I forgot to add the dex damage. Oh, I got a three on the dice. Okay. You hit with an AC of 30 against his flat-footed still? Yes. So how much damage did you do then? 68 or 64? 64. 64. 64. Yeah. Okay. He's looking very nervous. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, he's lucky I didn't rage because I don't have the horns. He hasn't messed with the bull yet. 
Are you done, Vraskin? Uh, yes, I'm done. Okay, a Warden of Thunder shoots an arrow at Vraskin. Did he have to grab his bow? He does, so a single arrow. AC 19, so that misses. Yes. I rolled a, a two on the die. Ouch. Okay, and then Karzug. This totally blows this whole thing. <sighs> He's going to cast defensively, casting Horrid Wilting. Ooh, Horrid Wilting's a good spell. Yeah, yeah it is. Okay, it's a fortitude for half, DC 32. His caster level check was 38. I rolled a natural 20. Okay. Okay, Okay. so that affects Reeton and Vraskin. And we save for half. You save for half, and then it's going to be 20 die 6. To the two of you, as the water out of both of you are drained for 76 points of damage. Ouch. And half of that, so... 38. 38. And then he will, let's see... Beg forgiveness. Another quicken time stop. He's got a second time stop. He uses the rod of quicken metamagic. No attack of opportunity. Second round, he's going to move to his uh, throne again and casts... Oh, yeah, that, that's a good one. Right here on this corner, Cloud Kill. Uh-huh. Hey, Reeton, do you still have that one-eye amulet on? No. Cloud spreads in a 20-foot radius, 20 feet high, right between Reeton and Raskin. Generates a bank of fog similar to a cloud fog. Raskin is blinded, essentially. He can't see past five feet of him. Uh, but I can smell within 60 feet. Okay, that's good. Except its vapors are yellowish green and poisonous. These vapors automatically kill any living creature with three or fewer hit dice. A living creature with four to six hit dice is slain unless it succeeds on a fortitude save. Living creatures with six or more hit dice take die four points of con damage on Karzuk's turn each round while in the cloud. Successful fortitude save halves this damage. Holding the breath, one's breath does not help, but creatures immune to poison are unaffected by the spell. Unlike Cloud Fog, the Cloud Kill moves away from Karzug at 10 feet around, rolling along the surface of the ground. Ew, that old man's got gas. That's right. <laughs> okay, you guys immune to poison? Nope. 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 All right, let's, let's see if you guys take uh, die four points of con damage. Next round. Oh, no, it's immediate. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys are in it. So two points of con, save for half. Uh, 34. You save, but Reeton? Yeah, I rolled a natural 20. Okay, one con, each of you. Okay. And then the second round, uh, but can't that not won't that not affect us until after... Yeah, it can affect them while their time stops. Oh, yeah, well, but yeah. it's right. easier just to handle it now. That's and that's thing. fine, yeah. but just keep in mind that it's... Mm -hmm. Yeah. So his next round, he's going to dispel on Aristotle his dimensional bounce. All right, he can try. That's so rude. <laughs> it's an inconvenience. 25. DC 11 plus the spell level, right? Is it spell level or is or it is caster, caster level? level? Caster level, yeah. 11 plus caster level is going to be a 30. Oh, so he fails. Does the spell magic have spell resistance? What's the highest level spell you got? We'll start that Let's way. Let's see. I think it's going to be greater invis. Greater invisibility? So that no, failed. No, 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 no. Sorry. It's going to be true seeing. True seeing. True seeing is level okay. six spell. All right. So that failed. Next is going to be greater invis. Greater invis fails. Next one. Oh, the dimensional bounce is a level seven spell. So sorry. Dimensional okay. bounce would be first. And then yeah, like, true seeing would okay, be second. Failed. failed. Okay. Then greater invisibility would right. be third. 33, right? 30. Okay. Next is going to be the magic circle against evil, but this one was cast from a wand, so it's going to be a much lower level. Okay. So level third spell, so that is DC 16. Okay, that's popped. And one more spell. 
Uh, next is going to be level 2 spells. I have uh, two of those. One's going to be Mirror Image, and the other one's going to be Resist Energy. And there's two castings of Resist Energy. So, randomly. The first on the list is one, and the next, and then... and then. Alright, rolling a d3 is going to be a 3. Uh, that is going to be a Resist Energy of Electricity. Okay, so Electricity is gone. Uh-oh. Okay, so he is complete. That is the third round. Wait. I would like to remind you again, Time Stop says that you cannot affect creatures that are in regular time. They are immune to your spells. You cannot target such creatures with any attack or spell. So ignore all that. Shit. Yeah, Time Stop doesn't let you do stuff like that. I forgot. It's good for improving defenses, summoning allies, or fleeing from combat. Or if you're like me, Delayed Fireball four times. All right, he'll cast Spell Turning instead. And what does that do? It reflects spells back upon the casters that try to cast spells upon him. Oh, I'm rubber, you're glue. I got it. Mm-hmm. Yep, totally. Stab yep. him, Aristotle. I don't like that idea. All right. So I guess we'll try dispelling all that stuff next time. <laughs> okay, Karzu the Claimer, I think you're done. He now has a spell turning on him active. How long does that last? Ten minutes per level or until expended. Okay, Aristotle, you're up. All right. So I'm going to start my turn by using Dimensional Bounce as a swift action. Bring me back to the other side of the prismatic wall there. Then I am going to take a five-foot step backwards, and then I'm going to cast Time Stop again. Okay. All right, so that's going to be a D4 plus one. It's going to be max five rounds of Time Stop. Fuck yeah. Okay. Lucky me. All right, can I cast this enough times? I can cast this five times, up to five rounds after the spell is cast. So if I cast a Delayed Blast Fireball in the first round, it goes off after time stop ends. Okay. Let's do five fireballs. Five rounds, four rounds, three rounds, two rounds, one round. Let's center them between this giant here and the dragon. So this spot here? Uh, Yeah, we can do that one. That's exactly where I was thinking. Okay. And I'm not going to do anything else during my time stop. It's just going to be the five castings of Delayed Blast Fireball. <laughs> okay. Bang, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to nuke both of these guys off of the map. Yeah, I I fully expect that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I do need to know if I need to overcome spell resistance on them. Let's see, the dragon probably does have spell resistance. Yes, SR24. All right, first casting of Delayed Blast Fireball is overcome spell resistance of 27. Okay, that does so. And then we are going to need a reflex save for half. This is going to be a DC 31. So the blue dragon got a 24. The Warden of Thunder got a 20. That is going to be a fail for max damage, uh, 75. That's the first fireball. Boom. Okay, next fireball. Next fireball. All right, overcome spell resistance is going to be a 25, so I believe it's not going to work on a dragon. Or was this no, SR 24? 24. 24 out for the dragon. It does work on him. Awesome. Two more reflex saves. Oh, boy, that's awful. Okay. So a 15 and a 19. Again, two failures. That's going to be another 65 damage. And I'd like to remind the blinking, I have that on there. I forgot to mention, but both of the spell failure checks were successful. Okay. All right, next. They both stand. Third fireball. Okay. Overcome spell resistance is going to be a 29. You overcome. And I pass my spell failure check. DC 31 reflex save again. And then uh, Warden gets an 18. And then the blue dragon gets a 30. All right, that is going to be uh, 67 to the Warden. Okay. The Warden is at minus 65. Awesome. And then 38 to the Dragon. And then 38. He is at minus 6. Dead, dead, dead. Okay. And I am now out of level 7 spells, I think. Let me make sure. Might have one more. 
You have blown off Hugo's eyebrows for the last time, Aristotle. <laughs> yeah, I got one more level seven spell, and then I have my rod of spell slots. So, yeah, I'm good to go. Okay. Aristotle, you're, you're all done. That is everything, yes. All right. All right, Rayton. I'm going to look around. I do have my fog cutter lenses so I can see through mm-hmm. the cloud. I'm just going to look around and be like, did I miss a lot of stuff that just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> All right. And then I'm going to look at Karzuki and be like, man, what I've heard about you is right. Mountain of a man, chasm of personality. And then I'm going to move to the, I'm going to move out of this fog. Oh, you can't pass through those squares. Oh, I the pillars. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to move out of the fog. So I did one movement. I'm moving around the southern wall to the west. Mm-hmm. And I am going to use Renewed Vigor with my Headband of Havoc, which gives me a 5d8 plus 8 of healing. And then I will get 2 fast healing. Uh, plus 33 Ooh, HP. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was. I'm back up to 200 HP. Nice. Anything else? That's it. That's that's. Uh, I already made fun of Karzug, so that's all I wanted to do. Perfect. You belittled the legend. Mm-hmm. I did want to say, I think you forgot to roll the cloud kill for the rune giant. Is he immune to poison? He is not immune to poison. Let's do it. All right. Uh, 24 fails. Takes two points of con. And I assume because I was in the cloud that I would not get an attack of opportunity from moving from him. Yes, he can't see yeah. through it. Although he's got true saying, uh, that doesn't affect fogs. Not through no. a cloud, no, that's mundane. Right, it is currently round three. So far, an adult blue dragon's carcass lies on a catwalk along with a warden of thunder, blasted apart by five fireballs in quick succession from a time stop. A rune giant is in a cloud of poisonous vapor created by Karzuk's cloud kill spell. Hugo has a Nafeshni fighting nearby Reeton, and another warden of thunder is on the north side on a catwalk firing its arrows. All right, it is round three. Hugo is first. I'm going to have the Nalfashion to go first. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have it as a standard action, cast Greater Teleport on itself. Reeton, did you want to bounce up? And I, I assume not, right? Oh, hold on. It's him plus 50 pounds of gear. You are not 50 pounds of gear. <laughs> no. <laughs> so he will blink, and oh, look, now Vraskin is flanking, although he probably doesn't want to stay in that stank cloud. Also, can he see through the fog? Who, Vraskin or the... Vraskin can't. No, 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 no. The rune giant can't see Vraskin either. It's a, a blessing and a curse. Mo- it's mostly a curse. Mm-hmm. Mostly a curse. Yeah. I am going to need to get a little bit closer. Let me get my handy measuring tool and see how far away I am. Oh, no, I'm not. I would say so, yeah. So he is within range of a spell that I really, really, really want to cast. Agreed. So I'm going to cast this on him. He Does he have spell resistance? Uh, let's see. Rune Giant? No. Okay, then he needs to make a Fortitude save, which he's a giant, so that might not work. Fortitude save, plus 20. How about a 27? Well, the DC is 31. There you go. So he is subject to a ninth level spell called Implosion. Implosion. <laughs> okay. Ew. This spell causes a destructive resonance in a corporeal creature's body. So I, I guess I should first ask, uh, is he made of matter? He is corporeal. Good. Uh, each round you concentrate, including the first, so I will keep note of that. Mm-hmm. I can cause one creature to collapse in on itself, inflicting 10 points of damage per caster level. Uh, because <laughs> of my iron stone, 190 points of damage per round. 190. <laughs> Ouch. Okay. <laughs> I'm helping. <laughs> you are. Oh my gosh. Okay, that reduced him by th- two thirds of his health. And that keeps going for eight rounds. 
Okay. Anything else, Hugo? That is a standard action for me. I will do a... I guess I'll do a move action and just boop over here because it's a five-foot step. Oh, okay. You're, you're standing by one of these golden pillars and you're hanging over the edge. Uh, flying? Oh, flying. Okay. And then you have uh, fire resistance, right? Yeah, for 30, which that should do at max, what, 18? 18, yep. Was there anything we did not consider with that? I uh, don't think so. All right. Okay. The dragon is dead. The rune giant axe, he... Ugh, he's kind of stuck. He can't move out of this cloud. He can't see Vraskin, but he can't see the Malfeshni, so he will fight your Malfeshni. First, he has to make a four. Oh, that'll happen on Karzug's turn. Okay. Right. Does he have spell resistance, that thing? Ooh, does he have spell resistance? Yes, he does. 25. Hmm. Dominate person. And this is a outsider. You might want dominate monster. Mm-hmm. Yep, that won't work against him. Okay. You're free to try, but... No, full round attack. A gargantuan longsword. AC 34? His AC is currently 33. Hits for 47 points. For slash. It's masterwork, so it's not magical. Uh, is it good aligned? It is not. Okay, damage resistance will apply, so he will take 37 points of damage, it looks like. Second attack, AC 28. That misses. AC 32 for the third. 32 will miss. Okay. And then 17, so he misses. Okay, he's complete. Raskin, you're up. Alrighty. You gonna move out of that cloud? Well, actually, I'm gonna use the uh, helpfulness from Karzug, since he wonderfully reminded me of my spell list. Just remember, he is behind an opaque wall. You cannot see through it. Yeah, but I can smell him, though. It might break line of effect. It will break line of effect. Oh, yeah. Which affects blind sense? Blind sense? No. You can see past it. Okay. 60 feet exactly. Yep. Okay. Just with insight. That is all I need. I'm going to teach him a little bit of a lesson. So I'm going to drop a solid fog on him. Okay. So 20 foot radius spread. The fog is so thick that it impedes movement. Creatures moving through solid fog move at half their normal speed and take a negative two penalty on all attacks and melee damage. The vapor prevents effective ranged weapon attacks except for magical rays and the like. Creature cannot take a five foot step while in solid fog. So there are seven colors of this wall. Stops non-magical ranged weapons, magical ranged weapons, poisons gases and petrification breath weapons, divination mental attacks. The sixth indigo wall stops all spells and seventh energy field destroys all objects and effects. So you're casting past it. So right now it's stopping all spells from passing through it. You want to roll a spellcraft check to see if that will affect your solid fog from going through? Yeah, sure. Okay. No problem. Okay, you can do that over if you want. It will stop all spells from passing through it. That's okay. Okay, how tall is the prismatic wall then? 42 feet high. Okay. Uh, move action, I can fly 120 feet, so I'm going to fly 60 feet straight up. Uh, that is going to provoke an attack yep. of opportunity. Uh, fly check, uh, 31. So it should be good. Attack of opportunity, AC 27. Uh, misses. Okay. So I go 60 feet up. Mm -hmm. And then cast over the top of the wall. Okay, got it. Good. So it drops the solid fog onto him and prevents uh, him from seeing past five feet. Yep. Okay. Uh, and that's my turn. Were you around for Mac Murray and picked that up from him? Yes, I did. Well, I also picked it up from Karzuk, who did it to me. Okay. Warden of Thunder, the, the one remaining, fires at you up there, Vraskin. But this time it's going to be a full round attack with his Masterwork Composite Longbow. AC 30. Uh, misses. Then 22 and 26. So all three miss. Okay. 
Karzuga's next. <sighs> he sighs. I wish all of my wounds and effects on me that are negative are gone. And they disappear. Leather. Don't worry, I can fix that real quick. Yeah, me too, if I can get to him. So that's one of his wishes. Before we do that, the fog cloud, or the cloud kill needs to move five feet, or is it ten You're feet? You're right. Is ten it ten, feet. It's ten. Ten feet. It moves away. Okay. Wish. It is the remove injuries and afflictions. And all subjects could cure to some kind of affliction. For example, you could heal all the damage you and your companions have taken or remove all poison effects from everyone in the party, but not do both with the same wish. That's what I okay, want. Okay, so oh. you either heal or you get rid of the con damage. Uh, con damage is... Yeah, let's let's keep the con damage. Okay. All right, Karzug. Enough of that nonsense. And he's going to stay there in the solid fog, protected from things. Aristotle, you're next. All right. So I can't get to him. Do we remember all the resistances that these rune giants have? They have the immunity to fire. What other ones was it? I thought acid was the only thing that worked. Cold, electricity, and fire, if you remember correctly. They are immune to those things. So then that means acid will work. Yeah, I can't get to Parzug, so I'm going to have to take care of this. But he's flanked. So actually, let's go after the Warden of Wind. Thunder, you mean? Yeah, Thunder, that's it. The Warden of Wind was different looking. Those are cloud giants with morning stars. These are storm giants with great swords. Um, and then let's cast Sinistic Spray on him. Okay. Does he have spell resistance? He does not. I passed my spell failure check because I'm blinking. It's going to be a DC 29 reflex save. He rolls a 25. He's going to fail, and then okay. he's going to take 44 points of acid damage. Ooh. Okay. Splashed with acid. I mean sprayed. Sorry. <laughs> he was sprayed. I can still swift action over there, but I can't do anything until that cloud is gone or he moves from it. So I'm going to stay here. I'll end my turn. End your turn. Reeton. All right. So I'm going to move straight up, be within hitting range of this guy. So 60 feet, yep. And There's that pillar right there. It's kind of on yep. my shoulder. You'll so. take three day six points of fire damage, which probably won't affect you. And we're going to say acid for my major and cold for my second. Make sure power attack is enabled. And I'm going to attack. And does a 48 hit the Warden of Wind? Does, easily. For 44 points of damage. 44 go through. Plus a D6 of acid and a D6 of cold. Four and two. And uh, that's my turn. I'm still, because I got greater invisibility, so I'm still indivisible. Okay, round four. And that would be Hugo. Let's start off with the Nalfeshni. Let us try a 44 to hit. Hits. Rolled garbage, 28 points of damage. Next, there is another 44 to hit on a claw. This one's for 34 points of damage. Much better roll. And then a 33, which I believe misses. And a 33 does miss. And then it is Hugo's turn. As a standard action, he will concentrate. The rune giant is subject to 190 points of damage. 190 points. Yes. Uh, that drops down to seven rounds remaining. He is now at minus two hit points. As all of his limbs recede and yep. his head pops like a grape. Okay. So he slumps onto the catwalk, unconscious and dying. All right. And uh, as a, a move action, I'm going to just, I'm going to go to the safety of this little edge right here. Got it. All right. The rune giant, let's uh, going to have it to make a check to see if it survives. It's at minus 10. So it is constitution check 24. He succeeds. Just needs a 10. So he stabilizes. Okay. Raskin, you're about, what, 20 feet? No, 10 feet above the uh, cloud. 40. Okay. All right. 
So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to fly over the prismatic wall. Okay. And then drop to the floor and let loose a breath attack. Oh, okay. So you're in the fog now? The yes, solid fog? I'm in the fog. Okay. And you are to the north of Karzug's throne, 10 feet to the northwest. So I will need a reflex save, DC 27. 27, let's see, 26. Fails. Fails. Okay. Acid? Yes, acid. Okay. He's immune to acid. Ah! How much damage, though? Uh, 74. Uh, let's see. He had protection from energy, which grants him 12, 120 points. Oh, okay. Raskin, has anyone ever told you that your breath smells? No. No one survives. Okay. Anything else, Raskin? I think you're done. Uh, yes. I am done. Okay. The Warden of Thunder drops his bow, pulls out his greatsword, does a single attack against you. We're gonna, I think he's going to try Can he see me? Can he see you? Nope. He cannot see you. No, he doesn't even know what square you're in. Okay, so then he will fire at the Nalfeshni. Full round attack. Here we go. First attack, AC 28. The 28 does not hit the Malfeshni. A second attack at AC 28 and a third at 11, so all three misses. Yep, these warden, wardens, not not so great. Pretty much doing nothing. Would that provoke an AOO from Reeton? Oh, yes. I'll take it. Oh, I'll take it. Oh. And he'll take it, too. So 57. 57 to hit and threaten a critical. Cr- threatens. And then a 53 to confirm. Confirms. 84 points of damage. Uh-huh, 84. And then we do a D6 of acid for four, and then a D10 of acid for eight. So 96. He is hurt badly. I would imagine, yeah. Okay, Karzug the Claimer's turn. I guess he'll cast Quickened Haste. So his glaive, this plus two flaming dancing glaive, casts a fireball at Reeton. Oh, okay. Boom. And he'll do it in such a way as that not affect anyone else? Of course. But can he see me? Does the glaive have see invisible? The glaive itself. Senses dark vision 120 and hearing. So no. Hmm. It can see Vraskin and the Malafeshni. How about that? Boom. That's pretty good. So I'll hit Vraskin and the Malafeshni. Now, wouldn't the prismatic wall stop that because it's not actually... Can't the caster pass through and is not disrupted by at all? Yeah, but the glaive isn't the caster. The glaive is not. Hmm. Sorry, I'm being pedantic. Let's I hear mean, you, can, you could have it hovering <laughs> above the wall. You haven't said what it's been doing the past couple of rounds. It's dancing. It has to stay around, Karzuk. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So, we'll just... I think it'll be okay if we eat these fireballs. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah, it's fine. No. Okay. All right, it's just... All it's going to affect is Vraskin. It will not affect the Malfeshni because it stops all spells. So, Vraskin, he's going to do his caster level check against you, right? Rolled a natural 20 for a 37. Overcome spell resistance. Made a 23 on my reflex save. Does a fireball affect the prismatic spray? Nope. Okay, and the damage will be 17 die or 10 die 6. 27 points. Alrighty. It explodes uselessly across my chest. Yep, exactly. Alright, I'm so glad we did this. <laughs> okay, so then Karzug still is up to him, right? We haven't yep. really done anything with him yet. How about a full round attack onto you? 
Yeah, I think that would work. Actually, he's too far away. He's 10 feet away from you. And Solid Fog, he can't do a five-foot step. He has freedom of movement? Oh, freedom of movement. Yeah, that does not affect him at all. So, yeah, he'll take a five-foot step closer and full round attack. Not my nose. Don't poop the snout. So, Karzook's Burning Glaive and his Talons of Lang. AC 28 with a Glaive. Misses. Second attack, AC 42. That would hit. Or uh, he put on Trucing, didn't he? He did. Okay. For 21 points of glaive damage and four points of fire. And then he gets one extra attack for haste. Uh, yes. What's the enchantment on the glaive? It's a plus two flaming dancing. Uh, DR applies. Okay. So the uh, AC 24 for his last attack on the glaive. Uh, the misses. Okay. Then he's got these Talons of Lang, AC 30. Misses. And then second attack, AC 48. Uh, that would hit. For 14 points of damage, on a hit, it does uh, on a crit. It did not crit you. Okay. That's it. So he's not a great combatant. He will probably regret this. All right, Aristotle, you're up. All right. As a free action, I'm going to click my heels and give myself haste from my boots of speed. Okay. And I notice that I am conveniently the same distance away from the wall as the height is. So one move action will put me at the top of the wall so I can look down and see the action that's going on. Okay. Well... Somewhat. I can't see through the fog still, so that's a problem. I think I'm going to have to get rid of the fog, Raskin. That's okay. All right. Let's do a greater dispel. Against Raskin's spell? What's the caster level of the fog? Uh, 16. So that's 27. And I got a uh, 37. 37. Yeah, it's destroyed. And I passed my caster level check just to make... Or uh, spell failure check, rather. I gotcha. Okay. All right, so that is a movement and a casting. Mm -hmm. He's too far away for me to use a swift spell, so I can't do that. So that'll be the end of my turn. All right, Reedon. So I'm going to take a five-foot step to the northwest and do a full round attack on this uh, Warden of Wind. How about Thunder? Warden of Thunder. (laughs) It doesn't matter what his name is at this point. Uh, Does a 40 hit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does a 43 damage go through? Yes. And a D6 of acid for one point of damage? Okay. He's still standing. 31 to hit. Ooh, I don't think that does. Yeah, that's a bit low. I rolled a three. 37 AC. Then none none of the other attacks hit? Whoa, that's lucky. Okay. Yep, because I rolled a 36. Oh, wait, no, because I'm not plusing the invisibility. So that would be a 38 to hit. Yeah, that hits. And that would be for 41 points of damage and five points of acid. Okay, he drops the negative 43, being slain. I really hope that he doesn't use a spell that resurrects all of them. So I'm done. Round five, Hugo. Hugo is going to, as a standard action, concentrate, and the Rune Giant takes 190 points of damage. And he's killed. And then as a move action, we are going to do 70 feet. Uh, I'm going to move past some braziers, braziers, if you want to roll for fire damage. Only when you are within five feet of them. And then I'm going to have the Malfeshni, greater teleport himself once again, to get to this square that he could see right here. Mm-hmm. And then as a move action, he is going to bumble on forward about 40 feet. Okay. Uh, Raskin, how high up in the air are you? Uh, I'm on the ground. You are on the ground. In that case, he is going to get just behind you and get ready to help uh, next turn. Okay. Go team. Yep. Rune Giant, dead. Karzuk's still shaking. Raskin. Oh, he better be quaking in his boots. So I'm going to five foot step down, becoming full base to base. Uh, I want to enable rage and power attack. 
bite. 52 to hit. Hits. Uh, 68 points of damage. Okay. 37 to hit. 37. His AC is 37 exactly. Also, it uh, it actually should be against flat-footed, but it's 53. And then 55 points of damage. Or, sorry, uh, 45 to hit. Hits. 55 points of damage. Okay. Next are the two wings. 29 on both, which I believe is a miss. Yeah, those are both misses. Okay. okay. Uh, tail attack. Uh, 37 to hit. 62 points of damage. 62. Okay. Whew. And then gore attack, because I'm raging. Okay. Oh, and that's a natural one. one. We roll the confirm. Uh, 33. That would normally hit, so that's just a miss. Okay. Okay. You are much too dangerous to exist. I wish you would go to hell. It's going to transport you to hell. Transport travelers. A wish can lift one creature per caster level. Oh, I wish you all would go to hell. The wish per anywhere on the plane and place those creatures anywhere else on any plane, regardless of local conditions. An unwilling target gets a will save to negate the effect and spell resistance if any applies. So he's targeting all of you. All right, since this is a targeted spell, mm-hmm. I'm going to let it affect me and then I'll absorb however many spell levels it is. Okay. This is a ninth level spell. All right. Nine spell levels. Caster level check 27. Fails. Fails. That does fail. Oh. Wow. I was, I was, I mean, I wasn't super worried, but I was a little worried. I was, See, a little I was worried, worried too. If, if I was the only one that got teleported, just me and Reeton, because then we'd be fucked, because I can't get us back. <laughs> yeah, me neither. All right. Welcome home. Okay, well, that's another wish. Okay, he'll then blast you with a fireball. Mm. Did he do that while concentrating? Because you didn't declare it. What? Why does he need to concentrate? Because he tried to cast the wish spell. Otherwise, he gets an attack of opportunity. Oh, oh you're talking about casting defensively. Breeden's never played a caster. Don't hold that against him. Casting it's defensively. Right. 40, no problem. The glaive will cast cure moderate wounds on the wielder. Okay, that's 18 points. All right, another concentration check. Oh, this one I don't have to do because it's quickened. Uh, Baleful Polymorph onto Vraskin. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, no. Just think, he could turn into a bugbear. you got really good saves <laughs> against this, but DC 30. Fortitude to negate, and Will will be partial. Oh, okay, gotcha. He'll turn you into a squirrel. Okay, yeah, 39 to save. Whew. Okay, dang. Okay, that's it. He's all done. Aristotle, you're up. All right, I have a question. If mm-hmm. I'm casting a fireball, does it have to be like entirely in the map space? Uh, I want to target Karzug with the fireball and his Vraskin with it. You're okay to hit me. Are you sure, Vraskin? Yes, I can eat one. That's not what I... I yeah, I was going to do a time stop and then five more delay fireballs. Oh, you were? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't... That would probably kill you, so let's Well, not... wait. No, I'd be fine. Are you sure? Look, I'll either be fire or it's one hell of a way to go out, huh? You do have fire resistance. And I cut in half naturally, and if I save, I take no damage. I'll be fine. Let's do All right. this. All right, let's do it. Let's do this. Okay, I am going to time stop. Boop. Cast successfully. Let's do a 1d4. Ooh, four rounds. All right, we're going to do four delayed blast fireballs. Uh, after four rounds, after three rounds, after two rounds, after one round. This is going to use up the last natural spell slot that I have for level 7. And then that is going to be three more at 7. So that's going to take out 21 of the spell levels from um, my Rod of Absorption. Blow it up, 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 blow it up. I think that's what's going to happen. 
All right. So the first fireball, right? Yeah. Overcoming spell resistance. DC 24. 39 to overcome spell resistance. Okay, successful. Blasts both in the face. Yes, that's going to be a reflex save for half, both of you guys. And I'm cool. still passing my spell failure check, too. 27. That's going to be a fail because I have to add four to that because this is uh, part of my evocation stuff. So that is going to be... Uh, so, uh, 26 on Karzug, so he fails. And 27 on Vraska, and he fails. 58 damage. At least you have the fire resistance. He also has fire resistance. I know he does. They both do. I automatically have fire damage, so that drops it to 29, and then I have 30 fire assists, so nothing. Nice. All right, second delay bass fireball. A overcome spell resistance of 40. Yep, successful. I passed my spell failure check for blinking. Reflex save is the same. Fails. All right. Karzug. 83 points of damage. Oh. Yeah, that was a big one. All right, third delay blast fireball. I'm doing the spell failure check first, which I pass. Overcoming spell resistance is going to be a 30. Successful. Yep. Reflex save, very good. That's a nat 20. He's going to be fine. Braskin's going to be fine. He got a 33. Yes. Karzug got a 17. For, so failure. 75 points of damage. 55 points. And Karzug passes unconscious. One more fireball. One more fireball. All right. I beat my spell failure check for blinking. Overcoming spell resistance is going to be a wah, wah, 26. Oh, that's good because I failed my reflex. But I think his SR is actually 24. His SR is 24. All right. Uh-oh. Sneaked it right where you needed it. So yep. Yep. It overcomes. Reflex save is in the dirt now. It's a plus three. <laughs> and he gets a 19. Really Ooh, that is good. Not good enough, though. Okay. 72 more points of damage. He is at minus 62, and that slays Karzug the Claimer. Boom, 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 boom. And boom, with his death. Oh, no, I looked right at the explosion, and now I'm blind. Karzug is dealt a fatal blow. The energy of the greedy souls the Rune Lord's mortal form has used to return are unleashed in a blinding flash of light. All creatures in the Eye of Avarice must succeed at a DC 25 fortitude save to avoid becoming permanently blinded. Oh, oh no, I'd become permanently <laughs> blinded. I rolled a 36. 36 success. success. 43. Succeeds. Hugo got a 39 fortitude. Aristotle might be giving up his eyes for this. Success. He got a 30. 30, success. Okay, no one's blinded. Ooh, well. Ooh. Yet this blast of soul energy is not completely destructive. The energy immediately heals all damage and cures all debilitating conditions, including death suffered by any creature in the rune well. So now the rune giant and the, the, the wardens and the dragon are healed as well and rezzed. Oh, now we oh, gotta fight boy. them again. But they all, they all blink and shake their heads and slough off the dominations and control that Karzuk had over them. Hi. Cool. The dragons, they all immediately surrender to you upon witnessing the defeat of their ancient lord. Oh, sweet. Yes. When the brilliant flash of strange light clears, the air seems to grow thin and cold, and the smoky walls of the place vanish. The rune well has returned to its place at the base of the pinnacle of Avarice. Down below, remember the pinnacle up top, there was the rune well. There was this long well missing from it at the base down on the ground. That explains it. Its golden waters quickly freeze. Whatever magic the rune well might have once contained has been consumed in this final catastrophic turn of events. This event also brings down the occluding field that surrounds the spires, restoring the order of nature to the region. 
There is one problem. You are here in the Eye of Avarice, a pocket dimension. The area that Y1 over mm -hmm. here, looking over Marmassive, disappears. Zoinks. Aristotle, I assume you could help us get home. Greater teleport. Greater teleport, or you could banish us all to our normal reality. Yeah, but there's a chance of that going real wrong. Yeah, we're not guaranteed to go home. We just go close to it. Somewhere on it. But uh, you've got other things to do, like... Loot? Loot, and levels, and XP. The adult blue dragon CR 13, 25,600. One Warden of Rune, that's CR 17. He's 102,400. And then two Wardens of Thunder for 38,400 each. And then for Karzug himself, the 20th level transmuter, CR 21 because of his, uh, a bunch of extras that he's got on him, 409,600. That's a lot. We got 614,400 per person, 153,600. Okay. His gear, a rod of greater quicken metamagic, Yoink. a wand of blood money with 33 charges. Yeah, I can do that naturally. Wand of dispel magic, caster level 10th, 40 charges. A wand of magic missile, caster 9th, 24 charges. And a wand of stone skin, caster level 10th, 10 charges. I want none of that stuff. His other gear, he's wearing Karzug's burning glaive. This uh, strong transmutation evil major artifact Plus two flaming dancing glaive possesses keen intellect granted to it by its imperial creator. Meant to embody all that is right and virtuous about the luxury of wealth, the weapon is only concerned with the acquisition of riches and safeguarding treasures. It eagerly seeks to immolate non-spellcasters, which it sees as paupers likely to steal what its master possesses. There is a way to destroy this, but you'll have to do some research. It has an alignment, neutral evil, Ego of 22. It sees through dark vision, 120 feet, and it has hearing, so it can listen. It has an intelligence of 17, wisdom of 10, charisma of 17. Read languages, speaks, has telepathy, and its languages are Ignan and Thessalonian. Powers. It can cure moderate wounds on the wielder three times per day, can cast fairy fire three times per day, and major image once per day. Dedicated powers are Fireball, Caster Level 17, DC 16. And its special purpose is to defeat non-spellcasters. So it's one of these special weapons, intelligent weapons. Like that other sword. Mm-hmm. He also has these Talons of Lang. These are strong transmutations. They fit over the hands. Finely laid gold filigree lines these ornately worked talons. Once worn, the talons of Lang grant the wearer two natural claw attacks, both with a plus three enhancement bonus on attack rolls and damage. A hit from one of the talons deals die four points of damage. On a crit, the talons deal three times damage and force the victim to make a DC 20 will save. Failing the save renders the target permanently insane, as per the spell Insanity. I think Hugo's going to take those. Those sound like Hugo items. I was thinking Uller, but, you know. Ooh, we could bring Uller back. While success leaves the target confused for one round. So, confused at minimum, failing the save, insane. The wearer of the Talons of Lang are immune to the spell's confusion and insanity, as well as any other spell or ability that produces similar effects. For as long as he wears the Talons, however, his wisdom is reduced by two, as alien voices constantly whisper through his head. The Talons of Lang do not interfere with spellcasting, the use of handheld items, or wielding other weapons, though a wielder cannot make an attack with a claw that's holding another weapon or item. If the wielder attacks only with the talons, they are treated as a primary attack, but if he attacks with a weapon or other natural attack, the claws are treated as secondary attacks and take a minus five penalty on their attack roll. 
He also has what are called the robes of Jinshalast, or robes of the summit, as uh, the D20 PFSRD said. Woven of the finest silks and accented with precious gemstones and gold, the robes are surprisingly light and easy to move in. They grant plus six armor bonus and spell resistance 24, but also cause the wearer to cast all spells at plus one caster level. Two of the robes' pockets function as handy haversacks. The wearer of these robes can exist comfortably in all high altitudes, including within the death zone at altitudes of 26,000 feet and higher. That's a sweet robe. Yeah, honestly, Vraskin's eye on those. Okay. There's also the Runewell Amulet. This strong transmutation neck slot is an amulet of gold and red crystal, granting the wearer a plus five enhancement bonus to her natural armor. In addition, the wearer becomes attuned to both the Runewell of Greed and the Soul Lens that controls it, allowing the wearer to benefit from the fragmentary souls gathered and absorbed by the Runewell. As long as the Runewell functions, it does not currently. The wearer does not age and has no need for food or water. In addition, she can fly at a speed of 60 feet with perfect maneuverability and gains fast healing 10. If the Runewell amulet is removed, the wearer loses all of these abilities. While this does mean the wearer begins aging normally and must eat and drink, she does not suffer any ill effect from the years that passed or the meals she missed while she wore the amulet. This is a minor artifact. And then there was the Runewell of Greed. If you can get that thing running, the Runewell grants the ability to use scrying at will, although the Runewell's range is limited to a specific region or to specific individuals. Creatures that wear magic items marked with a keyed rune, like the Sahedrin, take a minus four penalty on saves against this effect. The Runewell allows one keyed individual to see through the eyes and speak through the mouths of anyone who wears a keyed rune medallion. He can also, given time, call up from a Runewell a live adult blue dragon minion to serve him as an ally or mount. This essentially functions as a gate spell, save that the dragon is actually created by the Runewell rather than called. The caller can only have one such dragon in existence at any one time and must wait eight hours after a previous dragon's death before calling a new blue dragon to serve him. The rune will itself is 10 feet in diameter and 10 feet deep. The liquid it contains functions in all ways as molten gold, dealing damage as if it were lava upon creatures splashed or immersed within it. Gold drawn from the rune well cools normally and is impermanent. The rune well immediately replenishes gold taken from its supplies, yet this gold cannot exist more than 30 feet from the rune well's rim. If brought beyond this range, it vanishes in an instant. Okay, that's all of the stuff there. He also has a belt of physical might plus six for strength and dex. He has a number of implanted Iune stones in his body, three crimson spheres, 12 emerald ellipsoids, and three onyx rhomboids, and five amber spindles implanted in them. There's a special way to use these. He has a ring of protection plus five, a ring of freedom of movement. He has, oh, the Sahedrin Tome. The Sahedrin Tome, a minor artifact. Uh, This tome holds an infinite number of pages to inscribe spells upon. Any wizard who prepares spells from a Sahedrin tome can prepare bonus spells as if her intelligence were six points higher. This is not an actual bonus to intelligence and grants the user no additional benefit. A Sahedrin tome contains all sorcerer wizard spells, save those of the schools of evocation and necromancy, as well as those she has prepared at the gems. It could also hold more spells if I want, and it probably does. He even has the spells from 2013 in there. What the hell? That's right. He sure does. Let's see what else he's got. He's got a ruby inscribed with a rune of wrath, a focus for sign of wrath, which he didn't couldn't cast. It's worth a thousand gold. 
He's got 1,500 gold pieces of ruby dust for Force Cage, which he didn't cast. Vial of powdered gemstones worth 10,000 for temporal stasis. Eye ointment worth 500 gold for True Seeing. And 75,000 gold pieces in diamonds for Wish and Limited Wish. So he used both of those, so he reduced it appropriately. And that is his duff. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. He doesn't have Hugo's eyes in there? No, he doesn't have those. Can you check again? Please. I mean, we could toss some of these uh, iron stones in for your eyes. It's not the same. What about that healing wave? What did that do to his eyes? <laughs> uh, it does not affect something a god has inflicted. <sighs> the adventure continues. The adventure continues. That's right. <laughs> okay. So, Karzuk did not win. No. You can retire. And enjoy the fruits of your hard work and revel in your rising flame, or you can continue to seek greater adventures. We're going to retire, guys. <laughs> I would like to continue in further adventures with my party here. Yeah, Hugo's <laughs> proposal is him and Aristotle are going to commandeer the Hugobatorium, blink between there and Runeforge, and we're going to find out whatever we need to do to make sure these things don't turn back on. Yeah, mm, that's I'll a great idea. Try to stop other rune lords from leaving there through rune wells. And then if that doesn't give me my eyes back, I'm going to just have to go on to the next adventure. <laughs> and then I I will go back to Magnamar, and I guess I'll try to find a way to get turned back into a dwarf, I guess. You want to get turned back into a dwarf? Really? Uh... I think Wish could do that. Yeah, pretty sure. Your body is really good. That's true. Well, I can do a lot of damage, but, you know, it's hard mm -hmm. to find a mate that doesn't look like a bugbear. I don't know. How much gold do you have again? Oh, yeah, that's true. I'm I'm loaded. <laughs> Screw it. I'm fine. Right. Yeah, you're so wealthy, no one's going to care that you're a bugbear. It's true. Plus, you save the world. That also is nice, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you guys could uh, conquer Jin Shalast. I think Hugo is going to invest in some sort of, like, adventurer's trade, wherein we go into tombs and whatnot, and we scrap them of all their valuables and loot, we turn them around. Uh, I'm going to call it cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> I'll retire to uh, Magnamar and live in my home that we stole from somebody years ago. Good times. Right. Foxy G. Yeah, and then if my good friends Hugo and Aristotle come and we're like, we need to kill some rune lords, I'll, I'll be at the ready. Well, the Hugobatorium is in the fireplace of that, so I, I assume we're going to be coming in and out of there pretty frequently. Oh, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we're yeah. high-level casters, so what are you going to do about it? Right. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So, although you have averted a terrible threat to Verissia, it seems likely that most of the region's inhabitants won't even notice. To most locals, stopping the very real threat of an invasion of giants made you guys as much heroes as you'll ever be. The rest of this, they had no clue about, right? Didn't impact them. However, there are some who know the true extent of what you have accomplished. Poor Broder Quink, remember him? He, he, he will make claims that you have saved Verissia from the end of the world, merely becoming the latest in a long line of unbelievable tales, all the way up to organizations like the Pathfinder Society. Who me and Raskin are part of. That's right. Some weeks after you return from Shinchalast, you are contacted by the Pathfinders and asked for your story. This necessitates escorting several society members to Shinchalast. And for discovering the city and revealing its route, the Pathfinders are prepared to pay each of you a staggering sum of 30,000 gold. Nice. Hooray. 
Of course, once word of Jinchalat's location gets out, either because you reveal it to the Pathfinders or simply because you start selling off gold shingles and diamond door handles scavenged from the ruins, <laughs> interest in the distant city explodes. Hundreds of adventurers attempt to make the difficult journey to the city to find their fortunes. Yet Jinchalat's remote location all but ensures that the majority of the vast wealth remains trapped there. Unless, of course, you take it upon yourselves to harvest the place using spells like teleport, which is effortless. Jinchalast is a fantastic, nearly limitless source of wealth, and those who know of its location can use that wealth to build empires. Versi's future could well be shaped by the choices you make about where and how to spend your wealth. Yet even without Karzug's looming threat, Jinchalast remains a dangerous place. Giants, vampiric skulks, abominable snowmen, lamias, dragons, scarlet walkers, mountain ropers, and worse, still haunt its golden streets. And there's always the fact that Lang is just around the corner from Jin Shalast. This proximity could cause unforeseen problems in the future, for one can never be sure what malignant eyes might be watching from this ancient evil realm. Most importantly, for all your successes against Karzug, he was but one of seven. The other six rune lords went into seclusion at the same time as Karzug, and the rune lord of Greed's attempt to rise sent ripples through the various rune wells scattered throughout the world. One, two, or more of the other six rune lords could well be quickening in their tombs, preparing for their own emergence into Galerion. It might be years, even decades, but one thing is certain. The return of the rune lords draws near. I wonder if we can uh, figure out how to get to those other rune wells and just, uh, you know, preemptively strike. Does Clinton have that made for us? Probably not. Yeah, let me move you to that map. <laughs> just kidding. We just teleported. Hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> Let's start Return of the Rune Lords, but keep our current characters and character levels and just breeze through it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> It'll be like New Game Plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So should I just add 20 levels to everything? I mean, if you have to. Oh my Sounds God. like a lot <laughs> of work. probably would. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. That's a lot of work. Okay. How about we'll think about it? Okay. And if you subscribe on Patreon. <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> This concludes our adventure. Wow. We have oh. done it five years later. Yeah. I was so wow. young. I know. Gosh. Aiden was in co- was starting college. Yeah, I was a freshman <laughs> in college. He was just a baby. I have graduated. Right. He's still just a baby. Some of us have gotten married. Some of us have had grandchildren. <laughs> Amazing, guys. Well done. Give give yourselves a round of applause. Hooray. Yay. I want to give special thanks to Connor, our editor. He is doing a fantastic job, and I'm certain that the quality has improved dramatically due to that change. I don't think we'd have Mm -hmm. listeners if it didn't. I agree. (laughs) And I want to give a special thanks to all of you. Aiden, fantastic job. Connor, Reeton, uh, Alex, good job, good job. Ah, uh, thank you. Good job. We did it. Thanks goes out to you. I mean, without you, we wouldn't have a world to play in. Right. Thanks That's for tolerating yes. our shenanigans. Ah, uh, you're welcome. Yes. I hope I did a good job and uh, non-cheaty. I made mistakes. We tried our best. That, that's what it says on the tin. It yeah. says we try to stick to the core rules. <laughs> we tried yeah. as much and as hey, hey, we we gave it a good shot. Yeah, I think we did great. And uh, may we have a fantastic success with uh, all the new things that are coming out. 
So yeah, stay tuned. We might have more things going on. Did anybody actually have anything planned, like as an afterthought for the characters they wanted to say? Yeah, let's let's hear this. I'm retiring back to my manor. Assuming that uh, our studies are fruitful in Runeforge, Aristotle and I, Hugo might be moving off to Ustalav, somewhere in Briarstone Isle. Hugo has heard rumor he might be able to find assistance for his issues. Mm-hmm. Okay. Aristotle, what about you? I think Hugo and I doing this research is not just a benefit to us as absolutely wonderful spellcasters, but it would also be a service to Galarian to find out things about this. So uh, I'm going to stay in the Pathfinder Society. I'm going to be sharing the research that I'm acquiring with Hugo. But more importantly, I'd like to keep as much downtime as possible. After all, before this adventure started, I was just a traveling tattooist. So... I think between all the research that I'm doing, I'd like to travel around and just, you know, see the wonders and beauty of Galarian. I've never been to probably the Shackles. I think I'd like to go visit there and see what's going on and maybe uh, avoid Cheliacs because I heard they're kind of bastards over there. But, you know, maybe I might even go all the way to Tian Sha. That might be pretty cool. Okay. Raskin, you have a plan. Yes, I do. Well, first, I would actually end up tossing on that uh, robe of Jin Shalast. Mm-hmm. No one wants to pick up the burning glaive of Karzuk? I'm not touching that. I was taking that ring of protection plus five. I think I just want his claws, and that's just because that's very thematically Hugo. I could deal with the minus mm-hmm. two wisdom. So left behind is the amulet. Well, put into loot, more appropriately. You're right. Mm. Probably not a good thing to just leave laying around. Yeah, it's fair. Well, he gets tossed in the vault with everything else. Because what I'm, I'm going to make Zinshalast my home. Oh, your Spires home. Of okay, so Might as well chill up here. As long as you don't mind us exploding the dangerous stuff around here. You, you yeah. can keep the valuable stuff. <laughs> this is going to be where I blow off steam. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of taking over the land of the Lindorn Kings. He found a big ass mountain and he fell in love. Like a true dragon. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, no. You take a city as your domain. I will eventually go back and go hunt a Lenorm. But after I get the title of Lenorm King, I'm going to put someone in as my steed there, and then I'm going to come back and retire to my mountain. I'll do it. Right. Upon my piles and piles of gold. Because I am a dragon at heart. It is what I do. So Hugo will be the steward of the Lenorm Kings, and Raskin will rule on high from the highest pinnacle of Avarice. And hey, if there's other rune lords we got to kill, just let me know. There we have it, friends. This concludes Clinton's Core Classics. <laughs> That's right. Rise of the Rune Lords. All right. Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Whoa, that feels weird. Goodbye forever. Goodbye.